We are up to episode 36 of Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie, I'm your podcast host, and thank you for checking us out. If you haven't done so already, you can check out Wall of Sound AU on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. And check out the website, wallofsoundau.com, for the latest music news, reviews, interviews, and the likes. Uh, big show coming up for you today. We've got Chris Dudley from Under Oath. The band have their brand new album, Erase Me, coming out this Friday, their first album together with the original lineup in almost 10 years. We're going to talk about what it was like getting everyone back into the studio again and how one little word really pissed off a whole bunch of long-time dedicated Under Oath fans. Stick around to find out all those details. Plus, I've got new music on the way for Lamb of God, but it's not actually Lamb of God. They're going by the name Burn the Priest, and I'll give you all the details for the name change coming up soon. And there's a whole bunch of drama going on right now for Story of the Year ahead of their Australian tour. I'll tell you all about that too, but let's kick it off with some brand new music for Bullet For My Valentine. This is from their forthcoming album Gravity, which comes out June 29, and it's called Over It, on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
Hey, this is Matt from August Burns Red, and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall.
August Burns Red featuring Jeremy McKinnon of A Day to Remember on that one. It's called Ghost on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Now, a man in the heavy music industry who is absolutely proving his worth is Jason Allen Butler from The Fever 333. He was formerly in the band Let Live and he's proving that he's a man who is unstoppable when it comes to heavy music. Not only did The Fever put out their debut EP recently, you can check out our review at wallofsoundau.com. But he's also started a new hardcore band called Pressure Cracks. Take a listen to this. That's just a sample of the sound the band is going for, and we can hear some new material from them coming out in summer in the US, which is our winter here in Australia. I've got all the details online at wallofsoundau.com, including who is in the band alongside Jason. But let's check out new music right now from his other band, The Fever 333. This is the title track to their debut EP, Made and America, on Wall of Sound up against the wall. We are Up against the wall with Brownie. 
this is Dan from Story of the Year, and you're listening to Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
story of the year, Take Me Back and Wall of Sound up against the wall. Not too long now until they make their return to Australia. Only this time they're not going to be bringing with them Philip Sneed, or Moon as he likes to be called. There's been a bit of drama going on within the band and Moon announced on his Instagram page recently that he has been ousted from the band and was told by management about the decision. As you'd expect, he's quite upset when you dedicate 15 years of your life to a band and then they turn around and get someone else involved as opposed to telling you face to face. However, the rest of the Soddy Boys announced on the band's Facebook page their own statement where they kind of went into detail about why they ousted him from the band without revealing too much. Summarising, they go on to say this decision was not made in haste and it came about after long, exhaustive deliberations which went over a period of time. You can check out the full statement for yourself in the news section at wallofsoundau.com but one of the most surprising parts of their announcement is they revealed that Adam the Skull Russell is making his return back to the band for good as the band's bassist. I don't know about you but being a long time Story of the Year fan I'm kind of caught in the middle of this whole debacle trying to not pick sides when it comes to the way we should go about taking this news. I mean Phil's been in the band for years and something must have happened on the outside that we don't know about so I can understand the pressure that they're in to keep the band going and maintain those good relationships with themselves and those around them. And on the other side, I'm stoked to see Adam come back to the band as well. I think that's great. But I still think this whole situation could have been handled differently. Either way, I think they're going to put on a fantastic show when they come down under next month. Destroy All Lines has all your ticketing details, so make sure you pick yourself up one. Got some new music for you right now from Australian band Fifth Dawn. This is their new track, Defying Symmetry, on Wall of Sound, up against the wall.
up against the wall. Yeah.
The Devil Wears Prada on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Still to come, the members of Lamb of God have some new music they want to share with you, but it's not under the name Lamb of God. All will be revealed after this guy. Hey, this is Chris from Under Oath, and you're listening to Wall of Sound. They are back with a vengeance and have their first album with the original lineup coming out this Friday. The first album in 10 years, I should say. And I am absolutely stoked to have this guy on the show, Chris Dudley from Under Oath. Mate, how are you feeling? The new album almost out. I am extremely relieved that it's almost out and that I can talk about it and super duper, super excited. All right, mate, first of all, like how, obviously, you know, fans want to know what it's like having every single original member, I guess you could say, in this studio again, working together. Was it just like old times or were there a bit of, you know, altercations or disagreements here and there? I I would say a little of both. But it's interesting because, you know, we haven't made an album as this, uh, you know, as this lineup in, like you said, it's been about a decade. And we've all grown up a lot during that time. You know, we've all had a lot of stuff happen in our lives and, uh, you know, experienced a lot. And we've all grown as people. And, you know, I think that one thing that we found on this album in the studio in particular was just a willingness to listen that we've never really had before. Um, you know, I think that there there used to be a lot more a lot more big egos and butting heads in the studio previously. Uh, but now there's a lot of you know, hey, this might not sound like something cool right now, but let's work on it. Yeah. And you know, I have this idea. Hear me out, sort of thing. You know, whereas before it would have been very like. It doesn't sound cool right off the bat, and we're just going to move on to something else. So I think in that sense, uh, you know, there, there's a lot less, you know, butting heads, a lot less uh, altercations, if you will. It's just, and just a lot more of us being, you know, I don't know if laid back is the correct term, but, you know, just very happy to work together, I think, is, is probably a big part yeah. of it. Um, you know, just really wanting to make the best album possible and I think just enjoying being around each other again and uh, just enjoying creating music together again. Look, I guess for any fan that's grown up listening to you guys, it's a mature approach to the future of Under Oath, you could say. Oh, what? Well, yeah, 100%. Like, you know, we like I said, we've, we've all grown a lot. And, you know, we've all grown as musicians. Um, you know, our tastes have grown a lot as far as, you know, what we what we actually like to listen to, what we like to play. And, uh, you know, I hate using that for mature because I feel like it's kind of self-aggrandizing. But, you know, I think that it, uh, it applies, you know, because we're all you know, a lot older than we were, and, you know, we're mid-30s now, and, yeah, we've just grown a lot, so it, I think that it uh, it definitely shows in the album, and I'm super pumped on it. All right, well, let's talk about the album itself, and uh, the fact that you guys tease the absolute shit out of the song that was coming out, then all of a sudden, On My Teeth gets released, and wow, it was phenomenal. It's just like all the old songs from back in the day, but with a new approach. When you finally finish recording that one, do you get the same feeling we do when you hear it? Um, I think that's always a weird thing because it's always hard to know how someone is going to receive a song. Like, all I know is when we were doing that song and all the other songs, we, we you know, we put that song through the same test as we do any of the other songs we're doing. Like, if we're in the studio and we're listening back to it and we're laughing because of how excited we are about it and we're like, we, you know, you get that, like, that goosebump, like, chill thing. Yeah. Um, that's always 
that has always been our measure of how good a song is and uh yeah so that one i remember in particular when we uh when we wrote that song that was like a that was a late night uh a late night session that we had and it was a lot of fun there was you know the, the lights were off and we were getting real loud and it was yeah it was it was a lot of fun look it's uh it sounds like a fun experience for you guys to actually make and it was just as fun for us to hear for the very first time for those who haven't had the chance to hear it i'm going to get it on right now this is brand new under oath on my teeth on wall of sound up against the wall First single from Under Oath's new album, Erase Me. It's called On My Teeth on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Joined now by Chris Dudley from the band Mate. Uh, it wouldn't be a bit of controversy in heavy music if it wasn't for you putting out this song. The very first time you guys used an F-bomb was in that one. Were you surprised with the, the negative feedback you got from just one little word? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm surprised necessarily. 
you know, you know, before we uh, started writing for this album, you know, I, you know, we'd all had a lot of talks about like, you know, if we did an album, what we wanted it to be and what we wanted to get across and what we wanted to convey. And I know Spencer, you know, was very adamant about not wanting to feel like he's at all uh, holding back or writing something because somebody, uh, you know, would would perceive it a certain way or not writing something because somebody would perceive it a certain way. And it's obviously something that we've never done before, but Spencer's whole thing is like, look, this is, this is me. These are my feelings. This is how I talk. This is what I was going through when I wrote these lyrics. And for me to not completely put it all out there would be a disservice. And I think that, you know, that's been something that uh, I, I think has been something, a reason why people have always related to his lyrics because he's always been very, been very upfront and very real in what he's saying. And, you know, that's carrying over to this record as well. And, uh, you know, I get that it's not, it's not everybody's bag, but as far as he's concerned, you know, sometimes you just have to say it like feeling it. <laughs> exactly. Look, 100% agree with you there. And I remember back in the early days of Linkin Park when they started out, I remember an interview where Mike Shinoda said that they're not going to swear on any albums because they don't see the point in it. Then all of a sudden they dropped an F-bomb on um, one of their songs and it was just fantastic. Like, it opened up a whole new world and, and not saying that you need to swear on every album, but it's just the, the emotion behind uh, the aggression in the song and what he was trying to get out. And for me, look, I take my hat off to you guys. Well done. It's a fantastic milestone and something you guys should celebrate moving forward. Yeah, and I mean, what we, the way we look at it is, you know, it wasn't something that was like an intentional, like, hey, guys, we're going to do this thing. It was literally like, you know, Spencer had these lyrics and he was like, look, man, this is what I was going through and these are my feelings at the time, so I'm going to put this in the song and that's just kind of what it is. And it, it wasn't like some like huge discussion where we had a meeting and discussed what was going to be there. He was just like, look, man, this is this is where I was and this is what's going to be in the song because I need this to be real and from my heart and that's yeah and that's what it is so alright well let's talk about the fact that you guys are influential over the years with your lyrics and uh, you know your purpose in life I saw not too long ago on Twitter you put out a, a call out for those who are creative to you know send over to you links to stuff that you've done whether it be music podcasts things like that I sent through this podcast here Wall of Sound up against the wall and I wanted to let you know personally over the phone now that under under Oath influenced the title of this podcast. I actually, uh, I remember you sending that tweet and I listened to an episode of the podcast from that. So that's awesome. Uh, and now look at you. You're on the episode here. There we go. I've made it. There. Hey, it's it's amazing how, how everything all comes back around again. For those who don't know, Up Against the Wall actually came from the Under Oath song, Reinventing Your Exit. So look, you have a history with fans, but you've also got a history with this podcast moving forward. And before we go on, I just want to get that song on right now. Is that cool with you, Chris? Of course. Here is some classic under oath on Wall of Sound up against the wall.
Reinventing your exit by Under Oath on Wall of Sound up against the wall. They influence this podcast and their new album is going to influence you. It's out this Friday, April 6th. Race Me is what it's called. Now, Chris, uh, when you're on stage, I wanted to point this out for those who haven't seen you. You rock back and forth and smash your neck like one of the best headbangers I've ever seen. How do you not wake up with a concussion or a broken neck after each show? Uh, I I guess whether or not my neck is broken would depend on who you ask. My doctor would say I should probably uh, <laughs> I should probably calm down, but uh, I don't know. It's fun. I I have a good time, and you know I figure go hard or go home. You know. All right. Well, you guys were just here in Australia last year. Are there any chances that we'll see you in future very soon? One hundred percent. It's being worked out, and uh, it's not announced yet. But uh, yeah, we're definitely looking to come back uh, as soon as possible. All right. Well, we will welcome you back with open arms and a neck brace. Chris Dudley from Under Oath. Thank you so much for the chat, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
this is Matthew Wright from the Getaway Plan, and this is Wall of Sound up against the wall. Listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall.
only one way by Code Orange on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Got some new music for you now and on the way gonna play the brand new song from Three Days Grace but right now new stuff for a band called Burn the Priest. Now if that name doesn't sound familiar to you you might want to go back 20 years ago. Long before Lamb of God became the household name they are today they went under that name and were a punk band playing metal. They released their debut album under that name but as time went by and the band eventually grew in popularity they wanted to change things up and uh, distance themselves from the satanic metal scene they were being associated with. Hence the name Lamb of God came about. This year in 2018 the band is celebrating 20 years since that debut album came out and to celebrate they're releasing an album of covers under the name Burn the Priest. The album is called Legion XX and comes out May 18 via Nuclear Blast Records. This, however, is the first single from it. It's a cover of the accused song Inherit the Earth on Wall of Sound up against the wall.
Wall of Sound up against the wall with Brownie. Sound up against the wall. Where the one that I was born in And I'm guarded like a wounded 
of the same name coming out this Friday. That's The Wonder Years with Sister Cities on Wall of Sound up against the wall. A big week for releases this week. Not only do we have the new Under Oath album coming out, but 30 Seconds to Mars are also putting their album out as well. Let us know what music you're digging at the moment. You can tell us at Wall of Sound AU on social media, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And go check out wallofsoundau.com for all the latest music news, reviews and the interviews we've done recently. But that's it for this week. Thank you very much for checking us out if you get some time share this podcast around give us a rating give us a like whatever it is help spread the word about wall of sound up against the wall next week on the show sunny from pod will join me for a chat and he's got a few choice words to say about donald trump in the current state of the gun crisis in america if you're a fan of controversy you don't want to miss that one next week but before we get out of here i'll leave you with this one of the best songs P.O.D. released in their career. This is Boom on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie. I'll catch you next week. Tokyo 